Hello, and welcome to this edition of the ILO's Future of Work podcast. I'm Belinda Jaffet, and I'm joining you from Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. Our guest today is Florence Osiba, President of the South Africa Domestic Service and Allied Workers Union, Satsao. We're very honored to have her with us here today to mark the International Domestic Workers Day on June 16th. Florence will be giving us some much needed insight into the amazing work that Sadzao is doing and their mission to make domestic work decent work. Sadzao was formed in 2000 as a response to the fact that South African labor laws were not extended to domestic workers. Sadzao therefore strives towards national and worldwide recognition of the rights of domestic work decent work. To achieve this, Satsao organizes, mobilizes, and educates individuals employed as domestic workers in South Africa. They also work with employers and government bodies, as well as other unions, to address the rights of domestic workers. Domestic workers are a significant part of the global and South African workforce. Worldwide, there are at least 75.6 million domestic workers over the age of 15, and most of these are women. There are likely many more than these, including child labor and domestic work, but the numbers cannot be verified due to the unregulated nature of their work. But the number is increasing greatly, especially in developing countries with over 9.6 million domestic workers in Africa. But unfortunately, domestic workers are also amongst the most vulnerable groups of workers. Most work in private households with very unclear terms of employment, compensation, social protection, or health insurance. Their work parameters are often very unspecified with work tasks, including many activities ranging from cleaning the house, cooking, washing the dishes, ironing the clothes, taking care of children, elderly or sick members of the family, gardening, guarding the house, picking up the children from school, driving for the family and even taking care of household pets. At present, domestic workers often face low wages, excessively long hours and have no guaranteed days off. They are also at times vulnerable to physical, mental, and sexual abuse or restrictions to their personal freedom. Exploitation of domestic workers can be partly attributed to gaps in the national labor and employment legislation and often reflects discrimination along the lines of gender, race, and caste. Therefore, ILO's 2011 Domestic Workers Convention 189 aims to address these challenges and bring about decent work for domestic workers. And also, it's very important that we also um, mark the work that Sadsao is doing and how extremely important it is, not only for South Africa, but for the global community as well. Florence, thank you again for joining us and welcome. Thank you. You've been working as a domestic worker in South Africa for almost 38 years now. Um, may I ask you, do you remember the moment when you knew that something was wrong for domestic workers in South Africa and that you needed to do something about it? Yes. I, I started to work to come job back in 1983, and then I started to work in the domestic workers because my auntie, she's the domestic worker. And then I start to work there. But as check it, the time I start to see uh, something is not right. Now my auntie, if she's working there, me and my auntie, they're all the plate and maybe the dish, the, the, the plate where you must supposed to eat the food. You might, the plate, our plate is not put all together and our, our bosses. And then our plate is stay somewhere like, it's a small room, and then even if you wash the dishes, 
but you mustn't put the same as zinc where you're washing for our bosses. Now, I think I'm very, very happy to be domestic workers. And then I'm very proud to domestic workers. And then also I'm very proud to fight to the domestic workers and the domestic workers to trust me. But because it's not easy, and then you go to mobilize, and then you go to speak to them because it's also the domestic workers is not work like maybe work for the uh, all together like the company and then also to mobilize it's not easy to mobilize them but because I have the experience from me and then I try I try in my heart and then to try to also the domestic workers you must have the freedom and then you must have the right also because the all domestic workers they have the right like they you got it the right like the other workers now. You've been quoted as saying the following in a, in a, in a, in a, in, a, in another interview. Um, you were talking about being a domestic worker in South Africa, and I think you're also speaking about being a domestic African in, 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 a worker in Africa as well. And I quote you: "You were saying working in private households means that there is no one to ensure that labor laws are being complied with." So this is often something that employers and the rest of us really don't acknowledge, we don't really realize how difficult it is working in such an isolated um, environment. Um, your statement really shows how um, psychologically isolated and unsupported domestic workers feel in their work environments. How have the Sadzao meetings and union meetings and, and, and mobilizations that you've been doing, how have they helped domestic workers in South Africa deal with this isolation? Uh, Sata, we help a lot uh, domestic workers because, you know, us, you fighting for the domestic workers. Sata, you go out, you have the pamphlets, you can go to the media, you go to the, uh, to the park, even the taxi ring. Maybe I'm in the taxi, even for the street, even for the park, even for the church. You go there and then to mobilize for the domestic workers because where the where the where you find it the domestic workers you find it the domestic workers in the church you find it the domestic workers in the taxi ring you find it the domestic workers everywhere where you go but Satsau to mobilize also the media it help us a lot to mobilize for the domestic workers also Satsau we have the pamphlets and then you take it that pamphlets and then you go to give the domestic workers everyone where you go. And then these people, if you have the, the pamphlets and then you read Satsau and the address and then everything they write for the Satsau and then if you come for the office and then a direct office, also the office because the Satsau, you have the office. It's not like maybe it's the fly by night. You have uh, Satsau, you have their own office. And then also every Saturday you open the all domestic workers you go to the office and then you start to educate for the domestic workers their own right for the domestic workers. And then the domestic workers start to, 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 to learn how our right. And then that's why I help the domestic workers. So in terms of getting um, other domestic workers to join the union, what challenges have you faced? Because if I were a domestic worker and somebody like you came to me telling me that, you know, I need to fight for my rights, I might be afraid that I will lose my job if I join, or I'll be afraid that my, my, my employer won't be happy about the fact that I'm joining a union. Um, how, how have you found this to be a challenge? 
Yo, that one is the big challenge. But as he tried to, to speak to him, that's why he, he start to mobilize in the park. And then he tell him, say, no, if you join your, your boss, you don't have the right to know will you join for the union. But you know, it's not easy because there are a lot of people who really, really don't want to join. But if you lose the job, you know where the union is. That's why he tried to go out and then to speak to them, to educate them, and then to explain them. But it's not easy. I can see now why um, Zadzao, as an organization, would need someone to be very vocal as their president. Can you tell us um, how you ended up being the organization's president and what your duties are? Oh, my duty, I'm the president in the nationally, in the, prov in the provisionally, I'm the chairperson. But my role in the, in the nationally, I must organize and then also I must make unit and then I must, <laughs> I must make sure all the province, the all union is functioning. And then I must work all together and the, all the province. And then I must chair. It's a lot of role at a play. And then I work hand to hand and the general secretary. And then also me, I'm the president, but I'm go out. I'm go to recruit. I'm not stay in the office because I'm the domestic workers full time. But the weekend or during the week after work, and then I go. I go to recruit the domestic workers. I go to speak to the domestic workers. I go to tell the domestic workers he must go to join Satsau. I work very hard. I work very hard. You can't see even maybe I'm the president or I'm the chairperson. I'm go out like the other members. In terms of, of, of some of the things you've actually made happen, um, Satsau has had a very big win recently. Um, there is a short open letter on your website from the general secretary who you mentioned, and it reads, and nearly two years have gone by um, after so many letters, emails, protests, and marches, our government has approved the ratification of Convention 189. We are now truly workers, like other workers. Our work is decent work. Viva to our international network and all those that supported us. It was a great win. Yes, uh, it's long time. And then he's fighting for the right for the domestic workers, for the corridor. But now uh, he's fighting, but now you win uh, the corridor in the South Africa. So what Florence is talking about in terms of COIDA is that prior to this, South Africa's domestic workers were not covered under the country's Compensation for Occupational Injuries and Diseases Act, COIDA, which means if you suffer uh, an injury or death while at work as a domestic worker, neither you or your family will be compensated. Domestic workers need to be included under such an act as deaths and injuries while at work are sadly very common. The recent death of um, a domestic worker in South Africa called Maria Angu, who she drowned um, uh, in her employer's swimming pool, her family wasn't compensated for her death. So this really shows that um, domestic workers really need to be covered under, under, under this act. To death for Maria Matangu is change the domestic workers a lot because the time if it's not Maria Masangwe and then he's bent and then to start to fighting to know this is enough 
because the do domestic workers, I don't know how many asked if he marched for the, after Maria or before Maria, the lot of people is dying from the work. But Maria Mashangui, she changed a lot for the freedom for the domestic workers in the South Africa because he stand and then you march and then he start to fighting for the government, he start to pushing the government, the government, and then now Tilly listen to us. That song, that song, from that 1994 and then you're fighting for the koeda because it's a lot of domestic workers some already died already passed away long time you don't even know because that people passed away no case to open i don't know how many but now maria mashangu and then she changed the lot of uh, domestic workers right and in terms of the way things are going in south africa moment. How has COVID-19 impacted the livelihoods of domestic workers and also the functioning of Satsau? A lot of domestic workers lose their job. And the domestic workers, their time start last year and the COVID-19. A lot of people is locked inside in the domestic workers. And then now it start to, to abuse, it start to there are a lot of things is happening because if you go, say go out and then you say you the domestic workers you go to bring the the COVID, but a lot of people is chased away. The people you lose their job, and then some people you say go home and then you go home and then after that you not in coming back and then you lose the job from like that and then I don't know. This COVID nineteen day it affect us a lot. A lot of people are working the two days. Some people don't even working. And then you don't have the food, you don't have the money for the domestic workers. Even that, the 350, the domestic workers, you don't have it. It affects us a lot. One final question. Um, what advice would you give to other domestic workers unions around Africa and the rest of the world um, in, in, in their fight for, for, for the rights of domestic workers at work? As you give the domestic workers, it must be power. And then he mustn't feel shame. He must be strong. And then the all domestic workers, he must be united. And then he must be one umbrella. Because that domestic workers, he fight. He fights for the one umbrella, for the right for the domestic workers all the world. But if he work all together, and then for the one umbrella, you can win. Even the other country can win for the right for the domestic workers. I know it's too hard. The other country or whatever, it's still, it's still go, it's still far away going. But if you work all together and then you fight for the one, 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 the right for the domestic workers, you got to win this war. I think that's great advice. Thank you so much, Miss Florence. It's been great chatting to you, and all the best um, with yours and Sazao's future future activities. Okay, thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. That's all for this edition of the ILO Future Work Podcast. Thank you for listening and goodbye.